Welcome back, everybody. Woo, episode eight. We're halfway through the season with your hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. Val, last season, our total was 16 episodes. It's crazy that we're hitting eight right now already for this season. Yeah, this season has truly been been flying by, I have to say. Um, I can't believe we're at the halfway point. And to be honest, I can't believe we're at a stage where I'm, I feel like the winners, or at least the top four, <laughs> are so up in the air still. Like, it's anybody's game. I know. Last episode we were talking about you know oh you know Shaq and Tanya final four easy hopefully final two right now I don't know girl I don't know I don't know it is really crazy and what better time what better time for Casa more to come by the way you guys side total side tangent Val and I we've like text about this show all the time True. and today I realized I was like we need to not speak to one another until we record because a lot of the juiciest things that we say we usually just it's just sitting there in our eye messages and I'm like no no we can't I talk know. even though we're besties we can't talk <laughs> like it's not so even true aside from this so Anyway, I was telling Val earlier today that I have never seen a season of Love Island that is so producer-influenced than this season. I truly feel like there's producers there Mm. in, you know, trying to orchestrate all these, like, puppeteering how the events in the villa are going to roll out. And Mm. I think that's my biggest ick for season nine right now is it's so obvious who the producers are keeping in the house for any reason possible versus who they've kicked out. Yeah, I mean, I have to say it is not the first season I've felt that way. Um, I think it's just a lot more easy to see it in season nine because we get the formula we're veterans. We've been here. We've mm. seen it all. We've seen the development yeah. from one to nine, or at least I have. Yeah. And you could just see, you could like fill in the gaps of the day, like where you can just, you know, that so-and-so was called over on the overhead, like speaker to go talk mm-hmm. to producers and then boom, there's a random chat happening. So I definitely don't feel like this is the first season that I felt that way. I feel like I, mm-hmm. I felt very strongly last season um, about this, where they were. I still think the producers pick and choose what they orchestrate because, for example, last season, I thought a lot of things were orchestrated, and yet mm-hmm. at the same time, they weren't addressing the Tasha being bullied, the toxic masculinity happening. Right. Um, last season so it's it was a little there was still some stuff that wasn't being touched but this season it's like i can see what's being produced and that part is really annoying me and especially with the whole tanya thing um right i just thought it was way obvious that they kind of kicked all the gears into position to have that recoupling send her home because I'm sorry, why were Shaq and Olivia picking each other's brain? Literally. Over Tanya. 
And it's like, why does it matter if she doesn't like him that much? Like, isn't that the game? Like, she has to stay in the game, and this is her only option. And, like, as if Olivia hasn't done that. You know? I'm like, Right. If y'all hadn't talked, Jordan would have probably picked Tanya. I actually agree with you. Yeah. And... It was the weirdest thing. I mean, we all know closes Wednesday. So I guess I'll just dive into the recap real quick. And then yeah, we got to move into our sure. houses. But our recap, episode 25, was on Wednesday. I'm This is me keeping track my mm-hmm. way. So <laughs> this might not match. But essentially what happens is we've got our new bombshell, Claudia, in the house right now. Who, by the way, is not bombshelling, which I don't know. But she essentially chooses Casey and Tom to go out on a lovely date with her. Both of the dates go relatively well, where she's combining kind of the fact that she has a lot of similarities with Tom because they're from the same area versus the fact that when she's with Casey, she's quote unquote smiling all the time and she really like jives with him very well. So aside from those two dates, we also had this, like Val mentioned, this weird like deadly duo debrief for some reason the triple d's if you will mm-hmm. about how Shaq and olivia start talking about tanyelle's interests and we already know that olivia has had tanyelle in her sights for the past couple of days Shaq, in the meantime has always been king moral and it's been very strange to kind of see them you know i don't know scheme right over tanyelle's personal connection with Jordan and whether or not it's truly there. So this mm-hmm. is coming from someone who was interested in Zara for a brief moment by chatting with her. And then Liv has been chasing after Tom left and right. Like it's no one's business. Then she was semi saved by Spencer. And then now she's with Kai and there has been zero progression in her character through this past month that everybody's been in the villa so far. So super hypocritical in my opinion. Absolutely agree On- with you there. Yeah, on the tail end of this scheming triple D deadly duo debrief, we all of a sudden have a recoupling where we then transition into Thursday's episode where we have all of our couples who are now, you know, together, Mm -hmm. leaving Tanyelle, our baddest bitch that was left in the villa, standing alone, and then therefore packed her bags and went and went home. Love Island, why are you so afraid of the bad bitches this season? It is not, that's, you know what? That's my biggest critique. Why are y'all sending the bad bitches home? I just don't understand from, of to appeal to a wider demographic of people. Mm-hmm. It is in their best interest to keep ethnic women in the villa, to be well, honest. Also that. <laughs> Also that, but I'm like, I'm sorry. How do you expect to reach the heights of -hmm. season five of other great seasons? Reach the heights of characters like Mora and Anna and Amber. If you keep sending women like that home. Yeah. Like who in this cast of women is going to bring that energy? You sent them all home. No, like, babe, if you think about it, if Amber was in this season's villa, she would have gone home. She would have gone that's home! What, what the fuck? I'm saying. Like, like, <laughs> like, we okay. would not have the Greg O'Shea and Amber 
Rose Gill iconic yeah. victory that we had. I know. Like, Oh, anyway, so we come, into Thursday. <laughs> we come into Thursday. Tanya goes home. Ron cries his heart out. Then we've got another piece of interesting drama that occurs where the boys essentially try to reconcile the divide that is within them. Clearly, mm-hmm. we've seen this divide between Ron and Kai versus the rest of the guys. Uh, in the midst of this kind of being tried to be swept under the rug. There is then a three-course meal dinner date where all of the boys are cooking a three-course meal for the ladies. Each couple has their cute moment on the tables that they're eating on. And lastly, once all of these dates are done, the boys are all cleaning up and Shaq goes full-blown mum on Ron by kind of coming after him for not helping the rest of the guys clean. Yeah. This then becomes our main story point for the rest of the week as we transition into today's episode where Ron and Shaq essentially air it out. But at the same time, Tanya and Lana also discuss with Shaq about his behavior and how over the top it was and and how he's completely in the wrong, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then this is, I think, Val, you might have to interject here. The girls went out. I was a little spotty in watching this Uh, this part. (laughs) Yeah, I thought this part was a little weird. The girls went out to have girl time. It was really weird. I thought it was casa time. I was like, what's going on? Yeah, I was like, what is this pointless girl? Because I'm like, here's the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Now that you sent the bad bitches home and there's nobody for Olivia to beef with anymore, I'm yeah. like, yeah, of course the girls are going to hypocritically be like, it's so weird that the boys are, like, beefing, like, whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, wouldn't you send the boys out? Like, I'm sorry, earlier Love Island seasons had people who were beefing with each other mm-hmm. go out on, like, a girl's trip or, like, a one-on-one chat. Right. And then they would be like, okay, like, round table, like, let's talk, you know? So I was just like, shouldn't shouldn't they have sent the boys out? But I felt like this was a response to season seven and season eight really lacking like a united girl front and so they were like girl power mm. but i'm like you first of all you got rid of base you got rid of like all the brown girls except for mm-hmm. tanya and you left all the boring bitches i'm like yeah. and you kept the one bully in <laughs> i'm sorry you kept the bully in and then i'm supposed yeah. to sit here and be like girl power everybody's walking in holding hands when it's like if this were a different group of girls it wouldn't be so like if it had been zara and tanyelle who were there and not because of their own like not because zara and tanyelle did anything wrong Mm -hmm. but it wouldn't be so like girls power to be olivia over there sulking in the corner being like pouty and, and and victimy and whatever right I don't know. It just felt so weird. I was like, how is this empowering to me as a woman? (laughs) Yeah, that's why I had a question mark in it. I was like, girls go out? I'm like, how is this empowering to me as a woman, especially a woman with a diverse background, seeing like all the white girls and the one, the one black girl you guys let stay in. Yeah, for sure. And then it's like, I'm like, oh yeah, like, 
I would definitely feel safe in this group with Olivia. <laughs> with no, Olivia. Really, I like came back. So or I like with, came back. Sorry, Ellie, I'm going to wreak carnage on Tanyelle for no freaking yes. reason. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, what yeah, a great group. It was weird. It was and, like, weird. They came back so artificially maneuvered i didn't mm-hmm. even feel like any of them had a good time to be honest with you like it was just them going out of the villa all dressed up and then coming back <laughs> yeah and no i totally agree i was like and yeah what was again what was the point if what was, was the reason what was the reason <laughs> nothing was really said i'm like all the shit they talked about they could have talked about in the villa no, it was. That's why I just, whatever. So I missed that piece, but I'm glad that you felt the same way because I yeah. didn't feel like I missed anything. But yeah, uh, no. whatever. And then we ended our night with Shaq and Tanya having a full-scale debrief of exactly what happened, what went wrong. And we're going to go ahead and dive into that a little later tonight. Or I yeah. should say today because mm-hmm. we're posting in the morning. And <laughs> that concludes the end of our almost first month in the villa very interesting beef that's been brought up now and and we're really kind of on teetering ground with a couple of couples that we thought were pretty strong so Mm -hmm. with that i mean we've still got our main contenders so our first birdhouse that we've got is will and jesse who are still on cloud nine. Will is doing the worm into Jesse's heart. And <laughs> they, True. let me tell you, I, I look at them on my screen and I am smiling slash cringing and just in a very good mood seeing them. I genuinely think that Jesse's super into him. He's mm-hmm. obviously into her calling her like princess and like bringing mm-hmm. her all these things. And, I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed watching their dinner date and I just get such a good vibe from Will. So I, I'm happy with them. I, this is definitely a couple now that I'm cemented and I, I, I see the vision. Jesse, I no longer have a single doubt for you, whatever. <laughs> I'm here for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, I do see them going the distance. I mean, it seems like Jesse already had a plan in the works to move to the UK. Yeah. And I'm sure the success of this relationship is uh, definitely solidifying that plan for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure, you know, since she has a fellow countryside man by her side as her man, mm-hmm. I'm like, I think it'll make the transition a little easier for her and I see them going the distance I do like of all the couples right now that I see being long term outside of the villa Mm -hmm. they are definitely my top contenders for sure I wouldn't be mad if they won is that bold to say (laughs) I wouldn't be mad Uh, because I feel like they've lasted the longest they well they haven't lasted the longest No, like, out of most of the people there. The only other okay. person people are Shaq and Tanya, but they're kind of on icy ground right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm going to be real with you. I would not be mad if Will and Jesse won. I feel like if – I just – I just don't think that they're my winners. Mm, okay. I think Will is winner potential. 
Mm-hmm. And I like Jesse. I have nothing bad to say about Jesse, but I just, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm shocked that she was such a strong player in her season of Australia, because mm-hmm. I find her to really just blend into the background, at least in this villa. And I like her. Okay. She seems like a very sweet girl, but I don't know. If they won, I would kind of be like, okay. It wouldn't be yeah, the big, I would, strong I be... ending I would want. Girl, this is Winter Love Island. What do you think? <laughs> what are you expecting? That's okay, I have to defend this season because I feel like you're a hater of the season and I'm a liker. I'm a liker of this season. Okay. I feel like the whole Love Island winter stigma it's weighing you down because I liked this- I liked the last winter season, the first winter season, season well, six. Well, see now, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, <laughs> but I'm telling you, you I- just like the wholesome naivete of people falling in love, and yeah, I want to see the okay? drama. <laughs> no, I like it. Okay, I like the whole like, oh, let me do a little like scavenger hunt for you, and at the end, I made you a princess crown. Like I loved it. Okay. Wow, okay. Yeah, but- you just buy into the romances real fast, and that had nothing but romance and no heat. <laughs> <laughs> I well, guess- don't get me wrong like people are throwing hands here but it's like not fair because the producers just freaking poach the people out that's what i don't like no 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 i totally agree there i totally agree there i feel like the heat is being brought and for whatever reason it feels like the producers are extinguishing it which is like yeah. to me you have so much to prove with this season and you are simultaneously fucking yourself over that yeah. part doesn't really make any sense to me because it's like if you had kept zara in I, it just the timing is weird when they dump these people like if you had kept right. zara in you would have had another piece of the puzzle for jordan and jordan wouldn't have been wasted like jordan yeah, was right wa- now, completely wasted and he went home yeah, yeah. Like what? Like we kept Ellie in for this for not for mm-hmm. nothing, and then it's like I would be ups- I would be way more upset going into this episode having mm-hmm. had Tanyelle go home, because I do feel like it was orchestrated for her to leave, but at the same time I'm like okay well if she didn't go home Sunday night she would have gone home tonight because her and Jordan would have probably been one of the lower voted couples maybe not but up against sammy and tom who actually have a deep connection and Mm. kai and olivia who are who both have the combined power of ogs and quote unquote have a connection and the worst part is and actually you know what i'm gonna save it i'm gonna save it when we get to that okay okay fair enough fair enough but yeah I, i i do i still do like this season so far, but mm-hmm. we are at a point now where Casa More is coming. Yep. And once it's done, there's potential for the main drama to just completely subside mm-hmm. and for us to go the last two weeks kind of just floating by, doing Dude, nothing, Olivia- being bored. Baby. Olivia is going to tear those Casa girls apart. If any of them make it into the villa, there's no way. Mm, that's Olivia true. is going to just sit right there. She's going to get to work. Oh. Yeah. But let's move into another couple. 
Yeah. Okay. I put this couple next because they are also kind of in the lead right now in regard to stability. But Tom and Sammy, a, a shock that a they shock. are good. The, you know a what? I don't know what. Good. Yes. Sammy did something to this guy, but he is still. I know. Last, uh, bless you. Last you. <laughs> episode, I talked about how Tom was like giggling like ugly giggling and sammy is also you know just very cheery they're both very happy together i found their dinner date to be super cute and their banter is definitely at a great level even the speech that tom had to give about sammy it wasn't like regurgitated from mm-hmm. his previous recouplings it was genuine it was custom to her and i don't know if they if the producers write those speeches or anything like that but i he genuinely likes her and you see it and i i really i have to say shocked. tom is dog shit at speeches i think he is too but <laughs> this one was like different i don't i mean okay it was different because it was coming from his heart and he definitely yeah. likes her so mm-hmm. it was different. Uh, but um, I'm just going to say he really shows his... Um, Immaturity. His level. The level that he's at when he makes yeah. those speeches. Because it's so, <laughs> like... What, like the reading level or what? Yeah. Yeah, let's say that. <laughs> let's go with that. Because it's just okay. so, like unimpressive like <laughs> i don't right, you know guys, listeners you heard it here first if you're speaking to val get your fucking thesaurus out because she you know that is not what i'm saying but like when you're cheersing he what was it that he said when he was cheersing last week he was like to good times good friends <laughs> and a good night i was like man i think i if i heard that speech you know what? Let me not get too dramatic. But I might have tried to drown myself in the pool, like, same You'd, night. You'd, like, splash your drink in his face. I'd be like, you know what? The, the the vibes of this evening are immediately just canceled. Oh, Dead. yeah. So Tom, Tom definitely needs to go to a Toastmaster class. And for <laughs> our listeners who might not know what that is, there is a, like, a an extracurricular activity that you can do in the States here where you Wait, would go and make toasts for fun to practice on your public speeching. I, and uh, 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 what? <laughs> yeah, you've never heard of that? No. What? Okay, so it's, like, huge back in D.C. A lot of people, you go to these, uh, like, public clubs. Yeah, no wonder. D.C., the worst place on earth. <laughs> don't hate on my hometown, okay? That is not your hometown! Half of it! No. <laughs> college town. No. Um, you would, no. I'm, I'm gonna tell on you, because you are, no, it is not your hometown. Okay. That is, like, you know me what? from New Jersey, living 20 minutes away from the city, being like, I'm from New York. No, bitch, I'm from New Jersey, okay? Okay. <laughs> I lived there for half of my life, and the other half I was in New York City. So technically, I could call it that. But yeah, Toastmasters. You go and you practice making toasts. And what Val is saying is that Tommy needs to get his ass into one of these classes. No, I think that if you're going to those at- classes, you've hit rock bottom. <laughs> They're really okay. Maybe I'm standing up for myself because this is how I practice my public Did speaking. You do this? I'm sorry. I've been to one before. I thought oh, it was just really one. fun. 
Just one. No, I'm not committed to it because I we were theater kids. We know how to talk. Oh, yeah. That's true. But, anywho. Okay. So, yeah. Tom, Sammy, they're so strong by the grace of God or whatever you believe in. <laughs> and I guess they're okay. Do I think Tom's going to do some crazy ass shit in, the, in Casa? Yes. But I don't think he's going to switch on Sammy. Yeah, I really don't know what way he's, he's going to swing at Casa. He's really, yeah. I never know what to expect from Tom at all. Because I, <laughs> first of all, I didn't even expect this turnaround. But even before this, I didn't expect him to act that fucking dumb with right. the whole Zara, Olivia, uh, Ellie situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know what way he's going to go. Yeah, I I don't know either, but they're good, and I guess that's good enough for us for now. I think maybe, for me, it would slay okay. if Sammy okay. found somebody else. <laughs> and, like, it's not even because I, like, hate Tom at this stage. Like, I think okay. he's, like, fine. Like, he's turned around. He's an enjoyable chap. But I don't know. I want some drama and I want something unexpected. And it would be cool, maybe, if like Sammy turned her head. But she seems like she really likes him, so I guess not. I think she really likes him too. And I, Sammy isn't one of the girls that I would expect to drop what she has with Tom and go a different direction. To be honest with you, but I don't know. Who's to say? Who is to say? Well, well, I'm to say that our next couple <laughs> is Casey and Claudia. Our two C's are double C's. Uh, I still love Casey. They are in a very much budding romance. Mm-hmm. They shared a beautiful date where mm. they talked more about, I don't know, not similarities in any sense, but just kind of talking about like, oh, your eyes they're so beautiful like that mm-hmm. they don't make them blue like that and then talking more about how i guess casey's journey in the villa and same thing with dinner like i feel like they have conversations that are super superficial right now just because it's so new mm-hmm. but they also shared quite a cheeky kiss during their little dinner date so yeah it was a steamy kiss yeah i it was for a long time and i was dying that casey he like didn't want to touch the table so his hands were like in his stomach while he was kissing her and (laughs) aside from that though i think they look very promising but do i think that claudia is gonna stick with him in casa i don't think so really yeah, uh, it's, it's so early thing. days. It's, it's the, the age, age thing. Well, she's she, only she's twenty eight and he's twenty six, and he she's twenty eight, bordering on twenty nine, and he's twenty six. Okay. And I don't know, I don't know if that's a thing for her. But mm. if you're looking for someone who you want to be with in the long term and have, I don't know, she just seems like somebody who. She doesn't care about age right now because the only option that she had or was interested in was Casey or Tom. But do I think that she could switch if she gets into Casa and there's another guy who's 28 or even 29 and is more, I don't know, aligned to what she's looking for? Maybe. I mean, they both seem like really grounded people. He seems really mature. Mm -hmm. And 
I think if the only reason she were to throw it was because of a mere two-year age gap, that would be really silly. Especially because she seems so grounded. It's like, if everything is going well, and like, here's the thing. They haven't had that conversation because it's literally been two days of like what they both want. Mm -hmm. But they both want to settle down, and he seems like a one woman kind of man like when he was Mm -hmm. trying to graph lana it was literally only lana yeah so i I really don't see how he wouldn't Mm. align with her values at this point i mean Hmm. i don't know everybody kind of who goes on the show wants the traditional like uh cishet like relationship dream just yeah young young people get married have kids like get get the dream house yeah um renovate it make it the most boring (laughs) piece of marble architecture ever with gray furniture (laughs) shots fire she is a mother and listen, you know what? You know what? It's not just Molly May. It's not just Molly May. It's also the <laughs> Olivia Atwood house and the Faye Winter house. I'm okay, like, true. these are terrible, terrible home decor choices. Yeah, okay, you guys live in the land a beautiful, beautiful, vibrant, eccentric, maximalist home decor like aesthetics. And we're going for marble floors all white furniture oh my god green gray gray furniture yeah it does trigger me it does trigger me all right brb while i hide my white couch (laughs) no listen (laughs) my gray throw (laughs) on top of my white couch stop i'm just saying i'm just saying if the entire (laughs) house looks like that i got a problem I got a problem. But you agreed with me about this the other day, so. Mm-hmm. No, I did. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's definitely, it, it kind of drains the life out of a home, especially when you, I don't know, I get when you want it to be peaceful or if you want it to be looking soft, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't know, for me, it's definitely important for me to have pops of color. So my accent in my apartment's actually blue or gold. Or mm-hmm. I have this like lavender throw pillow as well, just f- to break up the monotony of all the whites and grays I have at my yeah. place. But yeah, no, I get it. I think my place, I feel grounded. And since you're saying Claudia is also grounded, I understand what you're saying. And she's not bombshelling the way a bombshell does. So maybe she but is it, yeah. into at this point, sticking with someone. I don't know. At this point, it seems like... There was, well, first of all, now that we know who she is, she was never going to go for Ron. So what was she going to bombshell? What was she going to bombshell? You know, it's like she wasn't going to go for Ron. She wasn't really going to go for Tom. I mean, she took him on a date, but I think that was more of like a physical attraction situation Mm -hmm. and not so much a a personalities aligning thing. They didn't. No, not really. No. So Also, this might be... Oh, sorry, babe. Go ahead. Oh, no. The only last thing I was going to say was that um, Mm -hmm. it seems like Casey would be her only option in there. For now, yeah. I agree with you. For now, yeah. I mean, yeah, I just don't see 
a man who wants to go on Love Island mm. coming into Casa more and like impressing Claudia with his maturity. I think Casey's like one of those rare men who's like in there for the right reasons. I love him. <laughs> I do love he- him. Oh my gosh, he's the best. What a goofball. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, wait, I forgot to talk about this for the last couple. What was that shirt that Tom was wearing on his date with Claudia? Dude, I don't I, like, remember. I need to send you a picture of it because it was the wrong choice. He was wearing some sort of like boohoo man printed button up that just distracted me the entire time. I couldn't focus. Really? It was a horrible shirt. Just side I don't note. Remember. Horrible, horrible. Anyway. I just feel like his entire fashion sense is pulling up into the villa, buttoning the two middle buttons, and then letting <laughs> the wind tussle his shirt and being like, Yeah, this is my body. I'm like, okay, you know all right, you know, I guess he I can can't hate it. on it. I can't hate no, on you it. Can't. He looks good. I will say some, and that is he looks good. But in this past shirt, uh-uh. Wednesday, in the shirt, went yeah. down. No, no, no. It was not okay. Anyway. Anyways. Anyway, so we move. We move. We move mad onto Ron and Lana, a.k.a. Miss She's Back Home, according to Ron, who also disclosed that he can see himself falling in love with her. You know, just after everything he's put her through the past month, baby. He loves her. <laughs> That's just so insane to me. <laughs> we so also, insane. We also find out that Lana does not know what underdog was. She thought it was under horse. And that she also does not know what the word tomfoolery means. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Underdog, I understood. Mm-hmm. Because she was thinking of, like, dark horse. Okay. So she combined the two. I'm like, That's some shit that I would do. That is really, truly some shit I would do. As somebody whose first language was not English and who, like, my parents did not speak English in the home for a very long time. And I, like, was reviewing all their emails, emails, making sure that they were fucking making sense in English. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I understand. But that is... First of all, that is not her context. That is not that is her situation. Not, I was just about to say, Lana's not staying up as a teen reading her through her parents' emails to make sure they're okay. Like, no. Yeah. But but I just want to say, I in my head scramble, I was like, I would say some dumb fucking shit like that on TV. <laughs> and then people would be like, you're so dense. Like, what? How don't you know what that means? But conversely, how didn't yeah. she know what tomfoolery was? I'm like, uh, didn't- she thought it was about Tom. Like, yeah. goodbye. <laughs> didn't British people invent that word? Like, when I think tomfoolery, I'm like, oh, tomfoolery. Yeah. Like, you so, know? I don't know. But it for some reason, it made a lot of sense that, like, her actions behind why she wanted to stay with Ron. She's, like, not really seeing that he's not good for her. And I don't know. But that was something that I definitely wanted to bring up on the podcast that she we've seen so you're saying you think that she's a little thick yeah because i'm sorry if you don't see a man doing all these bad things to you and then you try to get back at him by getting together with a better better man and then breaking it off with him and going back it just makes sense that you have these blips in 
brain activity and knowledge (laughs) but i don't know so anyway i just wanted to bring that up um i i will say god we're being problematic today but it's okay because this, I feel like this run of episodes is quite boring, and I feel like it's our first boring set of, like, three episodes in a row. So we could just, yeah. we could be a little problematic, okay, as a treat, as a treat. I, I think Lana dumb. is a nice girl, bless her, but <clears throat> I, um, I don't know if, if, okay, personally, I don't think... I would ever be in a circumstance where a man could disrespect me like mm-hmm. that so repeatedly and I would just be blind to it or yeah. <clears throat> choose to be blind to it. But I think where I where I truly find her to be thick is in this last run of episodes where we've seen that there's still a tension with the boys mm-hmm. and Honestly, it stems entirely from how Ron mistreated Lana. Right. And Lana's reaction to it is wanting the boys to just, first of all, pretending like she doesn't understand why there would be a rift because of that. And secondly, wanting the boys to just lay off Ron because, quote, he has feelings too. And I'm just like... Fair enough if, like, you feel like people are using your situation as an excuse to behave Mm -hmm. in a certain way that you don't feel is appropriate. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But to sweep under the rug that people don't like your man for valid reasons and you just don't want to hear it anymore Mm -hmm. because you've already made your bed. That, to me, I'm just like... That's quite thick, in my opinion. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm I'm saying, like, oh, these two pieces of information are very interesting to me because it mm-hmm. then paves the way into being like, uh, yeah, she's not seeing what we're all seeing. And she's experiencing mm-hmm. these, I don't know, I feel like it's absent-minded of her to accuse the boys behavior towards Ron without taking into account that their actions were actually to support her. And I think if she were to have a separate conversation instead of isolating and then tacking on her points of view to other Mm -hmm. Islanders on random one-on-ones is not the best way to go. Right. But at the same time, I still, I still view so much of like, the isolating on mm-hmm. Ron. Like, I've seen yeah, I him too. build... <laughs> whoa. Build the um, the sentiment mm-hmm. that with Lana that, oh, everybody's against us. And, like, yeah. Casey's mad at us. And, like, now we can't even talk. Like, now we can't even talk. And people just, like, won't even let us do our own thing. And, like, that's not even fair on us. It's, like... Mm-hmm. I understand why Lana is in a us versus them situation and why she can't see Shaq's side of the argument Mm -hmm. in this, especially particularly in this evening's episode. Right. Um, But at the same time, I'm just like, you have built 
this narrative in your mind and now you completely believe yours and Ron's own bullshit to the point where there's just no turning back. Right. And it's going to take you absolutely getting your heart ripped out mm-hmm. for you to see it. And frankly, when you come crawling back, crying about XYZ, you know, you didn't really... people told you before and they told you and they told you and they told you they're not really gonna have as much sympathy for you now even olivia is like Mm -hmm. when they had their girls chat out i think olivia gave some kickback to lana which for once i was like all right thank you olivia good job olivia Mm -hmm. claps for Mm -hmm. olivia (laughs) (laughs) but olivia was like i still think that ron needs to prove himself and lana was like i think he's gonna surprise us i was like Tell yourself that, sweetheart, because I I don't know about that. Yeah, I just, I think I, we talked about this, right? I'm sick of the whole Ron-Lana narrative. I'm over it. We know what's coming, and I guess we're going to see how it plays out and with how Mm -hmm. many women, ooh, I licked her tit or whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But aside from that, uh, our next birdhouse was... Honestly, just Tanyelle in and of itself, I feel like we really covered all of the bases behind her leaving, how she was set up, and I'm really looking forward to her getting back on social media so she sees all of the support. I did see a TikTok that her sister released, and she was like, I'm waiting for Olivia to get out of the fucking villa. Like, she was so mad. I genuinely died. I loved it. So interesting to see how that'll play out and it'll be nice to see uh any sort of interviews or footage of Tanyelle and Zara both kind of speaking which would be super super fun um we here at Villa Birds support bad bitches this is a PSA anyway our next couple after is Kai or R Kai and Olivia our OGs separately and to be honest with you, what I was going to say a couple minutes ago about Olivia and Kai is that I think that they're going to end up towards the end. I don't know why, but they're just in there yeah. because of producer driven mm-hmm. actions. I genuinely have no idea how far they'll actually make it, but I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they made it into Final Four somehow. Um, I just, frankly, I don't know what they talk about. I still and don't. I, I still no, because guess what? They don't talk about anything. Every time we zoom in on their conversations, it's I just haven't smiled like this in the villa. Every single time, I'm like. Do you guys talk? Do you guys know anything about each other? Do you know if she has a, like, what her family is like? Mm-hmm. What her career is like? Like, what is, what does Kai do day to day? Right. Um, what is his favorite color? Where does he like to go out? What's his favorite fucking food? Like, what is his favorite color? What's your favorite color? I don't, I don't know anything about either of them other than their poor behavior. Poor, poor, poor <laughs> behavior. Oh. All frankly, I know. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I was just going to say, frankly, I think Kai should be coupled up with Ron because that's who he's <laughs> most obsessed with and up True. his ass. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
when boys misbehave, they're going to find the other boy who loves to misbehave just to justify each other's actions. So oh, they, yeah, birds of a flock. Birds birds of a feather. See? Oh. And that's why you can't make fun of Lana. <laughs> and that's why you can't make fun of Lana. Boom. I thought it was... Okay, yeah, Birds true. of a feather flock together. Yeah. Okay, girl. Yeah. You know so, what? I'm on vacation mode right now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> And so is Lana, bitch. <laughs> so is Lana. She had two instances, okay? This is the first time I've messed up on the podcast ever. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. Anyways. And I think Olivia should be coupled up with a mirror. That was all I was going to say. With who? <laughs> with a mirror. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my god, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, not a new print. Not I was like, new I missed twenty show. minutes. I was like, I missed twenty minutes, and this is what happens. But yeah, no, I don't. The only thing I was gonna say was the one thing I remember them talking about on Wednesday, I think, or maybe it was during the dinner dates. Was Olivia was like, "So you're set with me now," and that's yeah. the only thing I remember about I them felt talking. Like that was such a strategic. Thing because I feel like they're both such big fans of the show. They mm-hmm. both know the formula. We've seen Kai like strategize, mm-hmm. and we've seen Olivia force this role of like being the main character and being the victim because she knows that that's what worked. And they right. had the one on one dinners and they had a, a dumping. Mm-hmm. I feel like she knew Casa Moore was on the horizon, and she was like, So you're set with me now. Mm, okay i don't because whatever happens there whatever happens there it's like okay either i've solidified this Mm -hmm. and we're good or Mm -hmm. and we're making it to the final in her head or i have solidified that i'm a victim when you come back a aka i get screen time Uh, i don't know (laughs) i just do i think she's not conniving yes do I think she's thought out to this extent that you've laid out for us? I don't know. Maybe she has, but I really think she has. Like she knows this game. I think he really likes her, though. Are you serious? <laughs> I no, that- Anika. No, get a grip. Get a grip. <laughs> what are, are you talking about? Stop. You can't you can't keep saying you think he does because you are wrong. I don't know. You I think mean, he's going to go to Casa more and not find another girl. I I'm going to be real with you, okay? She's the perfect amount of insecure and insubordinate that he's looking for. And I genuinely think I think he likes her. I, you're in timeout. I, no, no, no. You're in timeout. I'm gonna do hey. all the. T- I'm gonna do the ta- the Tanya and Shaq part without. No, I'm just kidding. But, Are you kidding? No. This is what no. keeps us interesting. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. But okay, but it doesn't even matter if that's true. Like it doesn't even matter if, let's say, Olivia is his. He's still gonna do match. bits. He's still that's, gonna do bits. I'm not no, saying no, no. that he's not. 
Yeah, but not only is he going to do bits, we've seen him get distracted. Mm-hmm. He loves to be distracted. The only reason he hasn't been distracted is because none of the recent bombshells have really gone for him. Or, like, Sammy went for him and then they kind of died, and then the next two bombshells were men, and then the last bombshell was obviously not, like, did not go for him. But if anybody tried it with him, as we've seen, he would go for it. And additionally, I think that Kai got it in his head that he didn't have to work for the shit in the villa because okay. on like the first few on the first day and the first few weeks like people thought he was attractive people wanted mm-hmm. him whatever like he, right. he, he people were fighting for him mm-hmm. and then once he realized that like his personality is dead and that nobody was fighting for him anymore that's when the scramble started mhm aka we've now landed on Olivia Okay. But once once the scramble starts, once people are like trying to like get with him to secure a place in the villa, mm-hmm. he's gonna be all in on that. Like he likes to be chased, we've said. Yeah. Loves to be chased. I mm-hmm. and I don't think Olivia is like really chasing him. She's just no, like she's they've not, both but settled. I don't yeah, they've both settled, but I for now, I think he does like her. And I, so I know he's going to do bits in the villa, in the Casa Amor, excuse me. Okay. But right now, I can tell you, I don't see him switching right now. You're insane. Maybe I am. <laughs> but for some reason, I'm telling you, I don't, because his homeboy's now settled too, for some reason. So I think if Ron messes up, which he will, then Kai mm-hmm. will follow suit. But right now, for Kai, just specifically Kai. I I don't know if he's going to switch. But here's the thing. At least Ron, not at least, because I'm like, yeah. if you're going to dog me, like, no, move to not. somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But Ron has managed to do something that Kai can't, which is mm-hmm. stay focused. Yeah. And even though, even though his head swivels, like, he still has, like, a game plan. And his game plan was always, I'm going to act a fool. I'm going to dog you. I'm going to do all this shit. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, I'm going to say it was a test. And we were always meant to be together. And all those tests brought me to you. Okay. And Yeah, I see that. Kai did not find that victim that he needed to do that. So Aname and him, boring, dead, nothing there. So he got bored. So he went back to Tanyelle. Tanyelle, she wasn't going to sit around for the disrespect. Sammy. Mm -hmm boring dead she didn't find him interesting i'm like okay so now you're with olivia because you're both boring dead but (laughs) the second someone chases you and finds you interesting and like carries Mm -hmm. a conversation with you you're gonna be like oh my god this is a spark yeah yeah i see where you're coming from i think i'm gonna stick to what i said Mm. As a devil's advocate and okay. as somebody who likes to cause, we should a put money on this because you I will to? make money. <laughs> Baby, so far my bingo's been winning over yours. So that's I, true. I'm left with zero interest in any men. But hey, no, wait, wasn't that me? Oh no, maybe that was you. That was me. Okay, good job. Thank um, you. <laughs> but my week to week predictions. My week to week predictions. I know. I know. I got a power. Okay. 
You know, I'm that okay. so Raven, right? Like she yeah, sees like a week into the future, three days. Okay. That's me. Right, give me my lotto numbers, girl. <laughs> uh, I really wish. Okay, <laughs> let's move to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Surprisingly, I Tanya hate and Chad. I know. Here's my thing with this. I see both sides. And with every situation that's happened with the whole Ron and Shaq situation and Tanya Mm -hmm. and Shaq situation and Mm -hmm. even Lana versus Shaq, I see both sides in every circumstance I do. I think a lot of this is just people being stuck in a villa with each other. Who just yeah, wouldn't hang out in yeah. the real world? Who are just yeah, like they're sick of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but take it away, get us into it. Okay. Oh, I'm so peeved that this is like our main thing. I'm so I know. upset. Everything was smooth sailing, you guys, and we have an instance of Shaq. Coming after Ron, asking him to clean, and did his tone come off as more assertive than it needed to be? Absolutely. But essentially what it came down to was Lana and Tanya were sitting next to each other, and Tanya got the ick a little bit. And Mm -hmm. because of this... She felt that the best thing to do was to bring this up in conversation with Shaq. And Lana so happened to also be there. And she also provided her assessment of the situation. And Mm -hmm. I guess was kind of there as a supporter of Ron. And kind of letting her grievances out on the situation as well. Mm -hmm. This in turn resulted in Shaq as he said, feeling cornered Mm -hmm. and really feeling like he was a little disrespected because of the fact that he would have never done to Tanya what Tanya did, in quotes, to him. And I'm going to be real with you. I think she should have taken him aside. Do I think Lana needed to be there? No. Do I think that... Mm. It, it could have come off a little softer. Yes. I thought it was mad dirty that Lana had the gall to sit there and like scold Shaq about his behavior when Shaq has been a one day one standing up for Lana against the behavior that he's seen Ron exhibit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to disagree on this too, but I didn't think that the fight towards the end of the night was fair i think the tone was Mm. wrong but tanya said oh if i could go back and do it again i still would do it the exact same like why can't you admit that you were wrong and i was like yeah but like you would never like why is your girlfriend here you know Mm. like that doesn't Mm. make any sense like couples who have problems like address it in private resolve it in private and they kind of the one person in there was one too many three's a three's a crowd And I just didn't like that aspect of it. I think it wasn't intentional, but 
I, I see Shaq's side about this. Like, hey, you didn't have to have mm-hmm. Lana there. You didn't have to bring it up there. And then Tanya was also talking to everybody else at the fire pit. And then Lana was also in the dressing room saying, oh, you know, Ron, like, fucking get over here. Like, she was twisting his words Oh, there yeah, well, Lana you definitely know? Like, blew it out of proportion. Yeah, like, there was just... I, yeah, I agree there. Okay, yeah. here's here's my side of the fence. And I think we're still... I think we will disagree a little bit, but... Like I said before, I see everybody's side, and I just don't really even know Mm -hmm. how the situation would have been approached, because I just think it, like, I think no matter how it was approached, it wouldn't have appeased anybody. But, okay, obviously with Shaq yelling at Ron, um, I do land a little bit on Ron's side, a little bit more in Ron's favor, only because Mm. none of the boys really knew how to cook. And it seemed like Ron (laughs) and Kai were, like, commandeering the cooking, and everybody else Mm -hmm. was, like, doing salad, or, like, Will was, like, doing entertaining. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what Shaq was doing. Maybe he felt that what he was doing was equal parts to Ron. But from Mm -hmm. what was described to us and shown to us, it seemed as though... Ron was commandeering the cooking. And Mm -hmm. all the girls said that as well. So I think that him kind of walking away during the cleaning process is a little bit shady. He could have been like, hey, like, I'm beat. Would you guys mind? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Handling this. And then maybe, you know, the boys would have been like, cool. I just think that no matter what Ron would have said, Shaq would have just been annoyed with him. Mm-hmm. Especially because Ron already tried to bring up that there was a divide earlier on Monday's right. episode. And mm-hmm. it just, when he brought it up, it fell flat and nobody actually wanted to break open the conversation. So mm-hmm. I just think Shaq was going to be annoyed with him no matter what. So when he called him over to come clean, it was too much. It was really doing too much. Mm-hmm. I understand why he got annoyed because Ron just kind of ignored him. And one thing about me, if you make me repeat myself, yeah, it's not on. Yes, yeah, but what? it's not on. <laughs> no, I know. But oh, okay. But um, <laughs> but the whole the whole argument it just like didn't really need to happen. Um, yeah. when it comes to whether Lana should have or shouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. My thing is, me, in my relationship, I would have 100% done that in private. Of course. Yeah. And, like, when you're, in a, when you're in a relationship, a committed relationship, like, if you have a problem with somebody, or, sorry, if you have a problem with your partner, mm-hmm. the absolute worst place to bring it up is in front of other people. Yeah. But... Oh, Shaq has made it such a big point that his beef with Ron has entirely to do with Lana. Mm -hmm. And he has involved himself in that situation time and time and time again, even when he said himself it wasn't his place. Obviously, we're all annoyed with Ron, but it was misplaced anger. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like because it happened in front of Tanya in front of Ron and in front of Lana, mm-hmm. all under the guise of I'm annoyed at you because of how you've treated Lana, I do think that Lana deserved to be there and say her piece and be like, 
I just like that was too much and it wasn't appropriate. And if you're going to say it was like because of me, it was in my defense, Mm -hmm. then I'm not having that. Mm -hmm. It was way too far. So that's where I'm coming from. It should have been two separate conversations. I think that's what bothered me was that it should have all been on the table at the same time. Tanya mm-hmm. definitely should have had the debrief. Like everybody always knows this. Like you've got to support your man, like whatever, unless it's something like really egregious. Like you yeah. got to be there and like kind of, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But she was like almost making fun of the situation and, you know, talking about, oh, I'm getting the egg for him. I don't think she was making fun of the situation. I think she was bringing up a really valid concern, which is... I know, but it was I'm concerned about this behavior. Yeah. Listen, between girls, between your girls... Yeah. You're going to talk about things differently than you would to your man's face because you know how things are going to come up. Like, if you're saying something jokey, it's because you're trying not to make it that serious. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want to say in a serious tone to your friends, I am genuinely getting the ick. Right, because right. then when you stay with that man, they're going to be mm-hmm. like, I thought you were getting the ick. Why are you still with him? Right. So if you're I, more, I like, lighthearted that. about it, you're mm-hmm. like, I'm a little bit getting the ick, LOL. Yeah. It's like giving yellow flags, ha, ha, ha. Then it's like, okay, I want this to not be a thing and I want to move past this, but mm-hmm. I'm letting my girls know, like, that for me, I Like, that you don't condone happen. it. Yeah, yeah, I don't no, condone I, that. I get that, but what I'm, I'm circling back to what I, my original thought process was she should have talked to him before and then had, like, the threesome conversation because that way the initial kind of pushback or, like, Shaq's like I don't know like not I don't want to say like his feelings wouldn't have been so hurt like he wouldn't be so sensitive to it and he wouldn't mm-hmm. have felt like two people were bogging him down if Tanya had gone aside first tried to kind of maneuver the situation and then they all talked you know but I think that here's the problem I I, I understand that Mm-hmm. and would understand that if I didn't think that he was so stubborn in being right in this situation. Because we've seen Ron be so wrong in so mm-hmm. many situations that I think Shaq is too used to being, like, um, the one who is in the right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so he went into that being like, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Like, you, you make a mess in the kitchen, you clean it up. Of course. I mean, usually Every he is right. He's usually, just triggered. <laughs> yeah, usually he is right. But listen, like, that doesn't carry over into every situation. Right. So I just feel like, especially when we saw later with Tanya and Shaq, obviously he already went into it hurt because he was mad at her for not talking about it with him privately. Mm -hmm. But he was steamrolling her in that conversation. And had he not heard from Lana that she also thought he was wrong, he might have gone into that conversation and been like, I'm completely right. Instead, he was like, okay, yeah, I understand that how I went about it was wrong. But and then used all these other like distracting things Mm -hmm. to like turn the conversation into something else. And I'm not saying that any of this is like 
the worst behavior ever. Like yeah. I'm a human. I understand like what he's doing. I understand why he's doing it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna act like I'm above being butthurt oh, that never. I'm yeah. wrong because mm-hmm. I'm a stubborn person as well. And then and then like scrapping at straws to be like, no, but I only did that because this and this. Yeah, like yeah. I understand it. It's human, but sometimes you have to take a step back and especially it's like you're you know i just think that if tanya had had went into that conversation by herself they would have left in like the same place i don't know i just think that alana deserved to be there because he was using her as the excuse for why there was beef yeah i just think the whole like, my assessment of, like, the summary version, right, is it was completely blown out of proportion. There was miscommunication on various people's parts. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I I still stand by the fact that, like, she sh- she's in love with him. They're in love. So mm-hmm. she should know how he would have reacted if he was placed into, like, a group setting to talk about his wrongs uh, and but she's still learning about him like just because they're guess, in love they've only I known guess. each other for a month i know but we've seen that he's like sensitive right like i he's had these moments of conversations with her where we see his sensitive side like he has these like weird mm-hmm. principles of what he believes are right and wrong and but i just he's- feel like inserted himself in so many conversations that I find it hypocritical Mm. for him to be mad that he was called out in a group setting when he's called out other people in group settings. And I understand that that that's his girl. So he Mm. thinks it's different, but I personally, I find that super hypocritical because how many times has he yelled at Ron in front of everybody else? It's like, Mm. if you had a problem with Ron, you should have said it to only Ron, if this is what you believe. Mm -hmm. Right. I just think that there's a lot of like, I just think that, Shaq is a man of many, many principles, and I mm-hmm. feel like I find it almost difficult to understand where the line is drawn in certain circumstances, and therefore it's easy to agitate him. And mm. yeah, I don't know. Like I, that's somebody that I, I, I would understand why Tanya mm-hmm. is now having second thoughts about him because she seems to be somebody who's very neutral, wants to keep the peace. And if she feels like she's going to be on eggshells with somebody, that's not looking so good. No, totally. And I think, by the way, listeners, I try to take the other side. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. goes for, I go for the other side. <laughs> Just because I think it's always better to have discussions where both uh-huh. sides are equally being fought for. Yeah. But I am going to say, do I think that this is a yellow flag moment or even a red flag moment for Tanya? Yeah. They're yeah. very different in their personalities. They're different in the way that they stand up or may not even get involved or engaged in situations like this in the villa amongst groups of people so far. Mm-hmm. The only person who I think Tanya has ever had 
loyalty to and and zara mentioned this in her interviews as well the only person she ever talked to or really felt like she was close to was tanya aside mm-hmm. from that i think tanya's such a girl's girl she'll talk to anybody we've seen her on one-on-ones with multiple people like even ron at one point mm-hmm. and i think that having somebody like that be with somebody who's not like that yeah the extent is very challenging and i'm really curious to see how they're gonna navigate this because i think this was definitely the turning point now right where it's like totally you literally screamed at somebody in front of everyone this is not the first time you've done it you're clearly feeling some type of way Mm -hmm. um we've tried to like kind of resolve it and you know had somebody who's close to this guy in the villa sit and talk with you as well and now it's just kind of blown into proportion you know sorry it just came Mm -hmm. to my attention Uh uh-oh that Shaq is an aries and we know yeah it makes total sense i was like (laughs) i have to because i know that tanya's a aquarius okay Mm -hmm. and that's my sister sign which is Mm -hmm. very cute because me and my sister are actually like i'm a leo and she's aquarius so we're sister signs and we're sisters. So like I <laughs> I find Aquarius is like funny and like intriguing because I feel mm-hmm. like they're the hardest sign to pin down, but once you know what somebody like that somebody's an Aquarius, like you get it. And mm-hmm. I just find Aquarius is to be so the opposite but so the same as Leo's. It's like she's down for the drama. Yeah, my best she's friend's like, Aquarius. Yeah, she's down for the trauma. She wants to know the tea. Like, yeah. she likes to go out, have fun, mm-hmm. whatever. But at the same time, she's not, she wants to keep the peace. She's not, yes. like, combative. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of a yes man, you know? Like, she's yes. not, like, she's very aware. Versus Shaq, who's an Aries, it's like, I would find an Aquarius and Leo to be a little bit more compatible. Not that compatible, but a little bit more. Yeah. But an Aquarius and an Aries, I'm like, oh, maybe we should have done the science before and realized yeah, that the... Uh, don't do that in the villa. Like, I'd be like, first of all, be like, are you a fire sign? Or are you... Yeah. A- <laughs> Like, I would go through real quick. I'm like, okay, everybody, like, oh, my God, it's our first day in the villa. Everybody tell me your star signs and your risings now. Well, people get so irrationally mad at that. And they're like, it's so <laughs> stupid. It doesn't dictate anything. And I'm like, I always say, listen, first of all, astrology, mm-hmm. it's just as real as the stocks, as the stock market. And second <laughs> <Okay>. of all, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> and second of all, I think that, if you can use something to mm-hmm. tell you to learn something about yourself, whether you read it and you say, oh, yeah, this is totally me or you read mm-hmm. it and say, no, this is totally not me. Mm-hmm. I think that that is still a worthy exercise yeah. um, because at least you've learned something about yourself. So, yeah, but it probably people would be like find it very stupid to like cut off connections over astrology and i would never do that but the stars for me they have always aligned mm-hmm. and i'm always in a compatible relationship so okay <laughs> thank you look at you thank okay with well, that period <laughs> so basically what we learned is that tanya and shaq will never have what val and her boyfriend have boom <laughs> That's what we learned. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. But Not everybody can be an iconic Leo Sun, Libra Sun duo with Virgo moons and 
matching, not matching, but uh, both fire risings. So no, sorry. that's when you know you guys can't all <laughs> be us. You... you guys can't all be us. <laughs> that's when you know you got it. But <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, though. Long run. Yeah, this is definitely a defining moment for Shaq and Tanya in regard to compatibility in the long mm-hmm. run. I think right now they're definitely at fling status now, uh, whether or not they're going to last or kind of recover from this. I don't mm-hmm. know. But do we think that they're still holding on for Casa? I think they're still holding on because they do have a genuine connection. They they have mm-hmm. the longest connection in there. They are. They have been the strongest. Haven't had any hiccups. Um, so I don't think that they're holding on for Casa because they have already even said that they were exclusive. Right. Right. Um, but I do think that now there is wiggle room. The problem is, mm. what does exclusive within the villa mean pre Casa? Because you're exclusive, you're only seeing each other, but you're not boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes, exactly. I was thinking of the whole um, Curtis-Amy situation. Right. right? But she was like, Harper, she was like, coming back here to tell you I love you. you. (laughs) So... It's like, I know. Yeah, they're already in love. They've already exchanged the I love you. They've already exchanged the I love yous. Yeah, That's the problem. Yeah. I'm like, how does Tanya get out of, like, if they both get out of it, they're immediately out of the running for the win. Completely. Absolutely. Whatever. Um, I just, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm stressed for her because I do think, like, outside the context of Shaq, if someone is mm-hmm. really trying for her, mm-hmm. she might, she could, but then I come back to the Aquarius in of it all, <laughs> and yeah. I'm sorry, Aquariuses, they just don't fall that hard that fast. Mm-hmm. And Most even the one fact one. that she said she loves Shaq, I'm just like, mm-hmm. I think she said it because she has hope in the relationship and they've built a good foundation. Not necessarily because she actually loves him right now i think she hopes to grow into love with him and i don't think she could build that foundation in three days with somebody else i can't Nor- saying this but i agree with you <laughs> about this yeah. about things like i actually agree with you there i definitely felt like her i love you like I didn't see it coming from the heart. Like, yeah. I don't see, like, the heart eyes, like, the flutter. Of, it's just excitement. It's mm-hmm. the excitement of a fling. She's getting along with someone. She's only 22. He's hot. He's older. He's mature. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We've seen them staggering right now. But I agree with you. I think she's just in the midst of the villa and Love Island and all these mm-hmm. happenings and things. And I genuinely feel like she needs to take some time to genuinely reflect as they progress on in the Mm -hmm. villa outside of the villa to truly see if this is the person that fits into that category within Mm -hmm. her heart and yeah that's what i'm definitely seeing here yeah and his friends i watched um after sun last week just Mm because 
And his friends, Shaq's friends, were on the show. And mm-hmm. Maya Jama asked them, like, oh, do you think that, like, they're actually in love? Like, has mm-hmm. Shaq always been like this? And they were like, yeah, like, Shaq's a really passionate guy. Like, he's really, like, once he's in it, like, he's, a, like, a lover boy, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And they were like, do you think that, like, Tanya is in love with him? Mm-hmm. And they were like, I think that she thinks that mm-hmm. she loves him. I think that once he said, I love you, that next step was exciting to her. And she yeah. was open to the potential. And, like, she does want to grow into love with him. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm, yes, I'm paraphrasing, but no, they said it in a really like similar way. similar way like a really profound way i was like damn like you guys are right like i don't know if she loves him at this stage mm-hmm. but i do think that she wants to see this through with him yeah and she wants to get valid. to that stage i think that I is like completely valid yeah, yeah like it makes sense to me i just don't know i, I just can't see them the same way that they were before the, this argument mm-hmm. occurred. I feel like it's given a lot of wiggle room, like you said before, right? And mm-hmm. in, in their mm-hmm. long-term compatibility. Not that I'm saying yeah. they're going to get into fights all the time, but I just feel mm-hmm. like when one person thinks that they're so righteous and the other person's always Switzerland, it might not end up the same way. That is a perfect way to put it. (laughs) Because one thing about me as a fire sign, like back in Shaq's camp, because as I said before, I see everybody's side. Mm -hmm. One thing about me is like, if I really feel like I'm right and there's no stakes to the situation and my, like this situation obviously had stakes and people's feelings involved. So in regards to this, like it it does not apply, but just Mm -hmm. in general, if I feel really strongly about something, I feel completely right about something. I want my partner. I want my boyfriend to be like, you're right. Cause if it doesn't matter to say that I'm right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, as as Switzerland, she might not always want to do that because she she'll be like, "Why does it matter?" Right, and I think Which that's my it boyfriend might is. Yeah, it's he's also an air sign and he's a Libra, so like you know they like balance, but yeah, maybe it could turn around and maybe it could work. I don't want to say I don't see it working because mm-hmm. I feel like that would be unfair to them because we've seen other people have like um, bad moments and turn around and we've rooted for them. Um, And I'm so, I'm still rooting for them. Like genuinely, I do hope they can get past this, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like this is Love Island and not every relationship lasts forever. And even if they made it past this, who's to say that they would be a forever couple? We don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I guess with that, we <laughs> conclude. I mean, we've definitely got a full episode out of three <laughs> three days, even though nothing happened. But yeah. you guys, please, please follow us on our Twitter at VillaBirdsPod, our TikTok and our Instagram at VillaBirds. We've been working so hard reaching out to our fans, making the best content for you. And really, honestly, enjoying ourselves, speaking with some of our fans who have been reaching out, which has been so, so fun. Other than that, I mean, if you miss us and want more of us, that's the best place you can get 
access to one of us, both of us, or none of us sometimes. <laughs> but give us a shout, follow us, please leave a review five stars on our podcast on your podcasting platform of choice we are available on apple spotify stitcher google play amazon iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening we are on there and thank you and goodbye peace